Welcome. You are listening to an I Might Be Wrong Hidden Track, which is first one of these that we've done for a little while, isn't it, Henry? It's It's been a while. Yeah, we're getting to the summer season for um, recording and often the uh, amount of material drops. But this time round, there are quite a few artists still releasing music, which is great. I'm not sure if that's lockdown or not. Well, I think we haven't done these hidden tracks mostly because we haven't found a good time to do them. Evenings or weekends have just been a bit busy for both of us. And I think it's more that than the fact that we haven't got bands to listen to because we've both racked up a couple of a couple of new artists that we want to talk about. So I think we'll end up doing a few of these and releasing them over the next month. Yep, I've got a lineup. Let's start with you then. Who have you got for us to start with? So I have a Los Angeles-based indie solo artist, Phoebe Bridges. And... Um, <sighs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. She's uh, she's just released an album called Punisher. It's her second uh, main album. And if you don't know of her, she's hasn't been around for too long. Uh, she released her first album called Stranger in the Alps a couple of years ago, I'd guess. She's also done some other work, some work with Connor Burst from Bright Eyes. Right. In a band called the Better Oblivion Community Centre. Yep. That's really interesting. Yeah, I, that's how I'd heard of her because one of our friends, Grace, introduced me. Basically, that band were playing in a little venue in Bristol and she said, do you want to go? And I was like, I don't know who they are and had a listen and was like, oh, I really like it. She's like, oh, it's sold out like months ago. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, she's becoming quite well known quite quickly. She's moving quite quickly up that popularity scale and she's getting noticed, which is great. I think her new album, Punisher, is her best work yet and it's getting to the point where you know last time or a while ago in a hidden track I said Jordan Klassen's work was heading towards my album of the year Mm -hmm. Uh, this is very (laughs) rapidly looking at displacing it yeah it's an absolute belter of an album I was I was really pleased when you when you whatsapp me and told me that you were going to do this one because I'd I'd heard some of the stuff I, I think I heard one track on BBC Six Music and was like, oh, oh, I know that name. I'm going to go and have a listen and was just it's blown away by it. Yeah. So so for people who don't know, what does she sound like? Her music is kind of lo-fi indie rock. It's quite sad. It's quite cathartic. Uh, she introduces strings on some tracks, um, some horns. It's quite a melancholy sound often and then some of her tracks become majestic some of the the tracks at the end of the album i know the end is quite almost bombastic but it it, normally her music is quite introspective i reckon if i was back at say university or in my early 20s and you know when you kind of start to realize that life can throw you some curveballs and things can get a bit shitty i reckon if i had this album when i was in my early 20s it would be one of my favourite albums ever. It would just go straight into that. Right. There's just something about it. it, it it's quite all-encompassing. It just goes into... I, I can't really put my finger on it. I love the way that she varies the instruments on, on the songs and she varies the styles as well. I think anyone who likes things like Sufjan Stevens, Simon and Garfunkel, potentially This Is The Kit. I think it's that kind of delicate musical thing that she's got going on that's just wonderful and very emotional and very a bit raw from a from an emotional perspective. It's interesting that you mentioned Sophie and Stevens and Simon and Garfunkel. There's a track on there called Graceland 2, 
I don't know, I think Graceland is probably a reference to Paul Simon, but it starts with a banjo and it sounds very Suffian Stevens-y and it's quite a simple, beautiful track. But some of our other tracks are more complex than that. Mm-hmm. So there's a song on there called Chinese Satellite. It's a really interesting song. It's the kind of track where you could put that in front of an artist in the top 40, add a load of extra beats and noise onto it and turn it into a top 10 banger that is played on Radio 1 all the time. And her her interpretation of it is is, is much quieter and it's um it's a lovely song. The, the whole album is full of little moments like that. Nice. Good ones to highlight, I think. Those two are great. And then um, the single that's floating around is, is Kyoto, which is a little bit more poppy. It's lovely. It's got some horns in. Then I started looking into, um, when I was reading up on this, I started looking at the the reason that the Japanese called Kyoto, Kyoto, and Tokyo, Tokyo. And then I started reading about East Capitals and West Imperial Capitals in Japan. Anyway, I disappeared off, off on a whole new tangent, which we can probably cut out because <laughs> I'm rambling. But yeah, the album stands up. And I don't really think I've got to the bottom of it yet. I started listening to it about a week ago. It came out in late June. And... It feels like an album that could probably grow on you quite quite well. Yep, and I will add very much, very strongly, a plus one on that because it really is a, a fantastic album. So go and listen, go and listen to it. Cool. What about you, Rich? Who've, who've you got as your head and track? I've got a slightly different one. So I have a chap called Dan Deacon and his album Mystic Familiar. Now, this was a slightly odd one in that... I don't normally listen to the random weird Spotify recommendations outside of Discover and Release Radar, but it threw up a recommendations list of people that sound like fuck buttons. And I was like, nobody sounds like fuck buttons except fuck buttons and blank mass. Okay, I'll go and have a listen. And Dan Deacon, I wouldn't say that he sounds like fuck buttons particularly, but there's definitely that element of psychedelic electronica to what he's doing he's from long island new york he's been around for over a decade i just had never heard of him before he does a lot of electronica stuff but it veers from ambient to poppy he's a multi-instrumentalist so he learned things like tuba and guitar and synths and all that kind of stuff but he he uses everything in a through an electronica lens more than anything else and he's one of those people that probably should be better known he supported arcade fire he supported flaming lips he has supported miley cyrus wow in that case <laughs> he's a force to be reckoned with right oh wow i'm just check- checking out his wikipedia he's he's done film scores mm-hmm. he's not just a one-hit wonder no interesting chap he's done a lot of stuff and i'd say the, musically this album is pretty broad ranging it feels like someone who understands their craft is comfortable with what they're doing and you know there's that confidence to it to just do what you want to do and make it sound great he sounds at times like early flaming lips there's elements of granddaddy in there that you'll definitely appreciate there's maybe even some kind of anna meredithy stuff with the more classic instrument led pieces i think you might really like this album more than others that maybe I recommend in the electronica space. Yeah, I've never heard of him. So thanks for that. This is uh, going straight onto my list after I've listened to Phoebe Bridges twice more. (laughs) But yeah, definitely. You probably will enjoy where the album starts out. So there's a track called Become a Mountain, which is 
the opener for the album and that very much reminds me as a sort of granddaddy flaming lips place that there's piano on there that sounds very it put me in mind of crystal lake which obviously you know well yeah it's wonderful it's uplifting it's got big crescendos it's driven by synths and brass and all sorts it's just fantastic piece of music really awesome brilliant oh, now i'm excited i had a bit of a gap in that kind of genre of music in in the last few months i've not really seen anyone of interest right. so this is great i'm yeah looking forward to listening to him. and then the other track i'd throw in is sat by a tree which is sort of a high tempo dance number which kind of bounces along it's it's got this kind of psychedelic pop bubble thing and it's just it's a fun track it's a bit doesn't necessarily sound like the go team but it's got a bit of a go team vibe to it and i think the whole album has has this very like positive feeling to it it's it's just a happy place to be and i i really like that and then for those who are looking for more of the the fuck buttons end of the spectrum arp one through four i don't really know what that means i assume it's a it's probably a reference to a synthesizer or something like that it sounds like a a name for elon musk's second kid it's (laughs) honestly it's just it's just a really great album i think it's a very summary album it's a happy place to be so yeah worth checking out good i definitely will all right well thanks for joining us for hidden track hopefully we'll have some more for you over the coming couple of weeks see you later